0: Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, standing six foot two, 285 pounds. He's the number one fuckboy, Johnny G. From the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, it's the number one. All you gotta do is trust me, Jackson Maine, fuckboy. John Gamers, joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gamers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, returning guest, longtime friend, and one of the few buff improvisers in the universe, Brandon Gardner. Hello. Hello. Is 285
1: an accurate current weight?
0: Current accurate weight. Yeah, I'm down about uh, 25 pounds, 30 pounds since the start of the pandemic.
1: Wow. Good for you. You're one of the people who went that way.
0: Me and Tiffany are two of the only people that went that direction, but we are... The childless ones who and Tiff got laid off in the quarantine, so like we just had like a huge revolution in our tiny ass apartment.
1: <laughs> it's not hard to find the people who got in shape during the pandemic because you just go on Instagram and you're like, oh, that person's ripped now. That person's yeah, ripped they're, now. Posted. Be they're posted. They they're not hiding it. <laughs> yeah, yet. no, no.
0: There's no shame that like yeah, a lot of people put on weight during this. Uh, <laughs> but I happen to have the free time to finally get my Peloton fired up. So deal with my ab shots. <laughs> Well, pandemic fitness is what you wanted to talk about because yeah. this, this is a long-running conversation of ours. Is fitness in general, stemming all the way back to two thousand. Our meat cute, yeah. <laughs> our our meat cute in college, doing college improv, where we do- were the
1: only like improvisers who looked like they lifted weights. We were an entire comedy
0: festival. Yeah. We were the only people who didn't look like Rivers Cuomo. We were the only meatheads (laughs) there. We had tight t shirts on, played, played, you know, you were a bouncer. I played rugby. We were, and I was like, I'm hitting it off with this guy. And then (laughs) as you and I became, stayed friends for now going on 20 years. Yeah. uh, We're, we are also weirdly soft, sensitive boys, which I like. Another facet to us is that we're not even really, like, we were meatheads, but never fit into one camp yeah no it's like (laughs) i was never considered i was only considered uh tough and uh strong by ucb people and i and i was only considered funny by meatheads and rugby players (laughs) i've always been uh the best at something by accident like (laughs) no one here's trying to be funny but i'm the funniest guy in crossfit
1: (laughs) i showed up at ucb and they're like you're jacked and i'm like I've never gotten that before but okay here I am I guess
0: Yeah here, here I'm a fucking Yeah I'm like I I thought I was beta as fuck and I show up here and I'm like Jesus Christ people <laughs> <laughs> Theater nerds man they run the they run the world those motherfuckers run the world. I had um, to
1: read comic books just to fit in at UCB like true <laughs> <laughs> I was like I guess I'll go back trade and trade in, in my muscle and novels. fitness
0: for the amazing Spider-Man
1: <laughs> Um so one question I was going to ask you, like for me, the beginning of the pandemic or since the beginning of the pandemic is the longest I've gone without going to a gym since I was like 16.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say I went like a. F- I I actually only went back to the gym for a little bit in between, mm-hmm. uh, uh, alpha and Delta, whatever you want right, to call when it. And then went Delta, like it was all becoming better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone back really since once or twice. And, this has been the longest time without going to a gym since – my mom wouldn't let me join a gym until I was a senior in high school. So since 17 or 18, Gold's Gym, Newbridge Road. Shout it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, hell, yeah. But it feels – I also am in – I don't know if I'm in the best shape I've ever been, but I am the lightest. And that's because in addition to not being able to go to a gym for 18 months, I didn't go to restaurants or bars oh, yeah. or – weekends out of town on tour, or tri- which were all my disgusting behavior triggers. Yeah. Mine and now was... they're coming back. Like, touring is coming back, going out to restaurants is coming back, yes. but I haven't really kicked back into the gym, and I'm like, you can't just bring in the negative without also, you know, like, I'm like, still not sure about the gym. I'm in a bar tonight. getting right. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, you're, you're lying to yourself, dude.
1: <laughs> Mine was, so yeah, I the last time I went to the gym was like March 10th or whenever the last time people did things 2020. And then like, uh, Mariella, my wife and I had this stretch where, um, it felt like we needed to give ourselves a treat at the end of the night because life was sort of like had all these joys taken out of it. <laughs> a
0: completely understandable behavior. And you're also doing the pandemic with a child.
1: Totally. So that's it. We have this, like, uh, <laughs> at this point, for most of her life through the pandemic, she's two and a half.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, would
1: put her to bed at, like, 7.30. And it really became, like, a madman, like, revolutionary road. Like, we drank martinis every night at 7.30. Big gin martinis. <laughs> it was just like... It took us a while to be like, we have to stop doing. It, it was truly like taking out garbage bags of l- liquor bottles, being like, this is this doesn't seem good.
0: I have a handful of friends that, my my two good buds, they were like, uh, we've decided that we can't start opening wine or cocktails with dinner until Thursday. Like we have to take like Monday because they it's like a slippery. You're like all of a sudden yeah. you're like, well, I don't have to wake up early. I don't have to get dressed. I don't can't go to a bar. I need a treat, and it's like, I think we got to find a different treat.
1: Yeah, we moved it to weekends because um, it was it was, it was was liquor and ice cream, which we ate so much of.
0: Uh, T- Tiff and I ate a lot of ice cream in quarantine, a lot yeah. of ice cream, a lot of like, I'm going to the grocery store and coming home with like the food we needed and three pints of various like
1: yeah. super Dude, like
0: over the top. I like, oh, yeah, I need a Maricone Dream, Marshmallow Twist. You just getting like brutal fucking diarrhea every day.
1: Ours is always Jenny's.
0: As long as I've known you, you've loved Jenny's ice cream. Love Jenny's Ohio (laughs) ice cream. I just—I have a distinct memory of you storing Jenny's ice cream in the lobby fridge, in the in the restaurant freezer at a Ohio hotel we were staying at when we <laughs> yep. were performing at Oberlin. And you had to ask the front desk lady to let us into the restaurant so you could open the freezer and bust out ice cream that we would later eat in your hotel room. <laughs> and the one
1: that I remember you eating, we were all like, this is the end of the night, we're all drunk. And the one you were eating was like a gourmet, like, I want to say like, do you remember what it was? I want to say it was like fig and something or it, it was, was something like not exotic. a real, yeah, it yeah.
0: was like fig and Mars Capone ice cream yeah, or something exactly. like that. It was definitely <laughs> like, something that I was like, a pint of it. <laughs> yeah. That, that did, that did wonders for my <laughs> digestive process. <felt> great. <laughs> uh, so you eventually had to limit drinking to the weekends.
1: Yeah, we can, we we moved it to like a weekend thing, and try to do the same thing with ice cream. And I'm also one of those people where I can eat really healthy if it's not in the house. Same. But if it's but if it's in it, I just will eat it.
0: I don't have any willpower. Yeah, I can't also take something, have a quarter of it, and put the three quarters. Can't back. do that either. I have tried that it. with ice cream. It doesn't work for me. I like Tiffany has to like. Sh- Go get it and bring it to me and not leave the pint around, or else ice cream is just it's like a fucking mouthfeel extravaganza. It, I don't know if I if you if one gets that full off ice cream,
1: <laughs> it's also it's like as it gets softer,
0: it gets better. Yeah, it so gets easier. Like, well, I it want gets, to eat I, it now. Yeah, it's it gets even faster to consume too, yeah, like, like as it gets softer. softer? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. This is I'm just drinking the bottom half of it at the end,
1: and especially if you take it from the freezer to like in front of the television.
0: And then you're like, I got to get up and put this away. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The amount of mornings I woke up in the pandemic to empty Ben and Jerry's pints Mm -hmm. or empty Jenny's or McConnell's pints just on our coffee table, being like, well, I guess we did finish that last night. Goat cheese rhubarb ice cream or whatever. Fucking insane bullshit.
1: The other thing is so, like, the worst part of my pandemic fitness, so, like, don't i'm not going to the gym i'm eating and drinking a ton and i hadn't like really figured out well what am i going to do to exercise if i'm not doing my like very at this point regimented like gym routine of 20 years <laughs> right <laughs> and that coincides with um our friend phil jackson has this pilot he makes and he he like very kindly gives me like a one-line part and i'm like oh great and we're about to shoot it pandemic hits it's like put on the shelf Six months later, they're going to shoot it. And he sends me an email. He's like, Oh, we wrote your, we wrote your part a little bit. Uh, you have to rip your shirt off. And I'm like, So it was truly like the opposite of what you hear when people get in shape for like Marvel movies. <laughs> which it's like the six worst months of fitness in my life. And then a week from now, they're like, Oh, yeah, you have to be on set with your shirt off dancing. <laughs> <laughs> in front of like Carl Tart and Nicole Byer In front of
0: friends, like, yeah. In front <laughs> of friends. <laughs> so, oof. But also, you're coming off six months of not exercising and not working that much, so it's yeah. like I also I'll take it. yeah exactly. Oh, it's super all, thrilled, right? So exactly. No. That's, yeah. that's the fucking uh, that's the double edged sword. Is that's like Jesus Christ? I don't. Well, there's no way in hell I'm saying no. Like I have yeah. to. do I would it.
1: rather look terrible on TV than not be on TV.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Preacher choir. <laughs> look what I did for the last 50 seconds. Oh, and
1: it was almost like then then i was like i should start exercising
0: again yeah you're like let me get six days of uh chest and uh, tries and buys in <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that'll, help. <laughs> that'll help and then after that really start taking care really of start sleep. to yeah. be serious yeah i and also we turn 40 this year right or am i I'll one turn gra- 40 next next, year, spring. Year, next spring right and i turned 40 in the winter uh in yeah. january so it's like that, that there's that number that just feels like a And I will hopefully be in better shape at 40 than I was at 30, but that's like not a huge success just because of how out of shape I was at 30. (laughs) But that's uh, cool. Yeah. That's like what I'm going for now is like, I, I can't help thinking about, you know, as most listeners and friends of mine know, my dad died young and that's on my mind right now. And you know, other things of like, I'm starting to think about like, I, I got, like, tired playing Frisbee, like, at the beginning of the pandemic Uh with a friend, and I was like, I can't even, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to the fucking chairs and sit down at the beach while my friends continue playing Frisbee, and I was just sitting down, and I'm like, this sucks because I want to play Frisbee right now, and I just can't because I'm, my cardio isn't there, and I'm like, well, eventually, and then also... My mom is uh, getting older. My in-laws are getting Mm -hmm. older. And then you see them and they're like, yeah, I actually, I can't walk that far. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, right. If I'm like this now and I want to live and do shit into my Mm seventies, that's, I got to fucking figure some shit. I got to like, and it's not like I got to get back in the gym and get squatting 300 pounds. It's like, I need to build positive fucking behaviors ASAP.
1: Yeah. Mine's like, mine's less like not dying, although that's a good thing I should think about too. But also like, um, having a daughter, uh, in your late thirties, you're also, it's like, well, I want to be able to like, if she wants to play basketball, I want to be able to play basketball. Right. And at that point I'll be in my fifties. Yeah. Like, you're going to be a teenager. <laughs> I
0: know, so you're like, I better be able, I wanna well, be able to move. Yeah. yeah ex- or like, go on vacations with her where you have to walk all around uh, uh, Barcelona or something like the shit that yes. you like wanted. And and that activated something in me because uh, I'm a big events person, you know, like even mm-hmm. for my fitness, it's always like, oh, I want to do a half marathon. Oh, I want to compete in this rugby match. Oh, I want to do a powerlifting meet. Like I put all these things out there and then it started to be like, well, I want to hike Machu Picchu one day. And it's like, well, one day you got to do it in the next 10 years, unless you're a healthy, moving person. Then you could do it in your 50s and 60s. Yeah, you can do it
1: in like your 70s. We can make a documentary about
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If I'm alive in my 70s, my family (laughs) will make a documentary about me
1: because. We never
0: thought we'd get here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the oldest living Gabris ever. Counting days. (laughs) Yeah. But so like that activated me in a way, too, where I was like, because. I've never been someone about who cares about the way they look. I've always liked to go to the gym cuz I feel better like with like the pump and I like yes. having muscles and I like being strong when it when I need to be. And I but recently I was like you need to like like you have to think long term of like what's a plan you could do for the next 20 years? And it's definitely not five days a week of like five by fives. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, it hasn't been for a long time, but that's like all my training is from that. Like all like, you know, and I'm like, shit, I got to like start walking long distances and like doing like all the basic ass shit just because, because that's the shit that you need. Like the, the training, like if you could squat 600 pounds, it's not going to help you. Uh, I mean, it's amazing and it will, it'll help you in certain ways, but it's not going to help you like, run around playing frisbee with friends or yeah. hi- uh, hiking uh, a map. It'll give you a little if bit a of a motorcycle
1: falls on your friend. It'll you. yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, all right.
0: Get strapped. <laughs> this in, is right. what I'm trained for. Uh, oh, shit. I need chalk, knee wraps. Like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> You're dead, bro. Let me do some. Uh, you got a foam roller before I get in there? I don't want to fucking tweak my posterior. Let me do a lighter chair. motorcycle first for f- reps. Is there a smaller dirt bike I could warm up on and then go for a 1RM and save your life? Like, call the fucking ambulance capers. Yeah, mine was
1: the same way where, like, when I learned to lift weights, it was, like, sports coaches. Like, I was, like, a tall, skinny kid. And they are like, how do we put weight on you? And so it was – and so that's just how I lifted ever since. And then, right. it, like, you get into, like, a phase where you're, like, I don't want to see how much I can bench. I want to see how much I can squat. And, like, that becomes, like, a fun number to, like, chase. And now I'm, like, that's not what my priority <laughs> right. should like, be. Yeah.
0: That. That's exactly where I'm at, Brando. It's funny you say that because I feel the same way. I'm like, God, I never did bench 300, squat 400, deadlift 500, which was like a lifelong dream. And did you I was do like, the bench. I I've I've hit I hit 321 in a uh, 306 in a meet, 325 in uh in the gym, and I've squatted uh 445 in the gym and 426. at in competition and only ever deadlifted like 440 436 something like that something in there i never deadlift was always my weakest i think because i'm tall and i'm very quad dominant and like i am not that flexible i'm a horrible deadlifter yeah yeah. it's like my my mechanics don't work for that or we're not supposed to be deadlifting like that much or something (laughs) like maybe that'll bring
1: it like (laughs) as we like start to talk about like what have we been doing for fitness um, that like, well, we're not supposed to deadlift thing will be one of the things sort of I talking about because, um, yes, I was interested in, it's like, well, what are, are, are things that I can do will just help me like move. And one of the things I really wanted to get better at was I just wanted to be a more fluid runner so that if I wanted to run 10 miles, like my knees wouldn't hurt afterwards. Okay. Like, How do I do that? Right. And it felt like I could even tell from like my, like running motions, like, I think I'm like landing on my heels a little bit too much. Like, it just feels like I feel sore after a run in a way that's like, I don't think you're supposed to feel like this.
0: So you were doing some running in the pandemic.
1: In the very beginning, being like, I guess this is something I could do. I was like jumping rope and running.
0: uh, I will say the pandemic, eliminating the gym, got me into how cool it is to work out outside. We live in Southern California. yeah. It's kind of a dope place to exercise outside, to go for runs, to go for hikes, to swing the kettlebell in your fucking driveway. Like, that shit, this is... You get, like, get some vitamin D, get a little sun. Although, like,
1: working out in front of, like, neighbors in an apartment building is also, like, all right.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I was three months into the quarantine being, like, I need a house with a yard so bad. I yeah, need privacy. I don't have that either. I'm, like, shirtless in my fucking driveway. <laughs> the driveway shared by 24 ap- apartments. <laughs> like, everyone is just, I'm, like, sorry, let me get out of the way. Move my kettlebell and, like, water bottle and shit. I've, I'm, like, so fucking humiliated. Did you buy a
1: lot of stuff, like, a lot of fitness equipment? I got a Peloton. Oh wow! You really did Stanger the traditional and Rogers, pandemic like, ta- thing.
0: Yeah, Stanger and Rogers talked me into the Peloton. I was working over the uh, quarantine and no, not spending money. I was one of the lucky ones, so I, it, I had the extra money. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll get it." And I am currently—you can see on my to-do list—it says sell Peloton <laughs> 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 because now that. I will say I n- I've never been a workout inside guy unless it's like weights like right. I've never liked to run on the treadmill but I don't hate running on the street or mm-hmm. somewhere and I thought oh the Peloton would be perfect for and it's just not it, it's not it's just not motivating enough for me I it's,
1: knew it wouldn't be for me
0: yeah, i should have known but i was like in a panic of like this will be good at least i'll just get 20 minutes of cardio every day and then it's just like i look at it and i'm like Ugh, i gotta put on shoes and do blank fuck this yeah
1: yeah people love it obviously and like so many people are like oh i do all oh, i watch tv or, or whatever and i'm like that nah, will never be me not. yeah i tried
0: to do that i i As a matter of fact, the times I do use the Peloton after after I got into it, like was doing workouts for a while, kind of fell off after some travel and it came back and I was just like, I don't want to do this fucking thing. But I was like turning my like, as you can see, it's right here. So I turn my computer monitor, put on a movie and then like pedal and just Uh be like, oh, I'll just move my legs while I watch TV rather. And it was better than nothing but I don't think I need a $2,000 machine in my house <laughs> to, I'm like, Oh, the best way to work out is have a $2,000 Peloton and a $2,000 computer and have them right next to each other. And <laughs> it's like, no, that's not like, I, I like the, I have a hard time working out at home because I'm so easily distracted. I like mm-hmm. you, And I'm sure you'll like this too. Cause if, the gym builds it into you where it's like, well, I'm here to work out. And then when I leave, I am not working out anymore. And that's like, just feels like there's an accomplishment to it.
1: There's something motivating too. If you're at the right kind of gym where you're seeing other people lift and it's just like, puts you in the mindset of like, that's what we're all doing.
0: Yeah. Well, especially if like, trying to work out at home and like your partner is like uh i'm gonna smoke weed and order food and you're like fun yeah yeah you're like oh i was gonna ride the peloton for an hour today but i like weed and food later (laughs)
1: but even if it's like for me like if you're at the gym you see somebody like in incredible shape it's like motivating really yeah okay yeah
0: Well, it's also just being around people working out. And I think, you know, sports teams activated that in me a little bit where it starts to feel like practice and you show up and you're like, hell yeah, this is the place where we go to work out. It feels it feels feels good when you're in there.
1: If there was like I know that this probably does exist, but (laughs) if there was like a, a park fitness thing, like the boot camp things that like basically ran it like it was like high school sports. Where, like, you're going to do all those things you used to do and like, yeah, football practice and soccer practice. Yeah,
0: and up-downs and shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that's what I – like, the thing I miss is, like, I'm sure you're not supposed to call this anymore. But when I played soccer, we called them Indian runs. Do you ever do those?
0: Yes, where that's – you jog in a circle around the – and whoever's in the last, last has to sprint to the first. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, if I had a group of eight people who wanted to do that, I would do it.
0: That would be – yeah, if I had – if like, yeah, if, if we're designing dream outdoor fitness programs – Mine would be like some sort of nature-y hike that every once in a while it's like, all right, while we're here, everyone's got to do five sets of ten push-ups. You know, uh, all right, yeah. here we're doing lunges. Okay. Interval ch- hiking. We-, we made it to the chin- chin-up bar. Yeah, I think there's an old term for breaking up running with – uh, uh cows and i mm-hmm. think it's called fart licking
1: <laughs> but really?
0: like f-a-r-t-l-e-k-k-i-n-g i think it's like a nordic term for like a cross training or something because I- that's crazy There was a period of my life when I was reading a lot of research about, like, uh, rugby training. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. I mean, my whole (laughs) life has been about (laughs) reading research about training, uh, and but for a period it was about rugby, and a lot of the teams would have, like, one day where they did that, where it's just like, because that kind of simulates a rugby match more than other stuff of, like, light jogging, then some sprinting, then some push-ups, and then crunches, you know, like, moving around. I was like, ooh, that could be that could be fun. And now I'm like, Oh, my dream fitness is like lay on a beach and (laughs) get massaged. And that helps me. somehow.
1: We might've talked about this already, but, um, I was telling Mariella the other day, if I like, if I started over and wanted to have like a totally different career, my dream one would be like sports trainer for like a sports team. like, a college strength and conditioning strength
0: and conditioning coach for a sports team. Yeah. Just Uh, doing
1: that research, looking up like what's the, yeah, the latest way to do this.
0: Look, I look, I haven't seen your performance in the pilot of grand crew yet, but it's (laughs) never too late to get involved with shit like that, especially in our careers where, you know, it's true. It's not like you have to go straight from the, your nine to five at the office to the UCLA weight room, but I guarantee you can get an internship. Or, like, a, a, a minor part-time small gig doing that at some local high school. I mean, some high schools are big time now, too. Yeah. Some local college or high school. That would be – I mean, I would have – I would live vicariously through you if you did that. I'd be like, dude, tell me what what you got the kids. Dude, declines? You got the kids yeah. on decline, bro? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean – We talk about this
1: too, but most of the people I follow on Instagram are trainers of some sort or other. Oh, yeah.
0: Most people I follow on Instagram are friends trainers or uh women who i have no idea who they are but they lift heavy weights and uh they would not they would not know who i am or care that i'm following them but i do follow a lot of ladies who lift and a lot of like powerlifting motivation instagrams you know i follow so much my shit is like a fucking 14 year old boy's instagram plus like a a lot lot of people with kids
1: who do like uh who are like have incredible like body weight strength who do like handstand pushups and like for reps and and all these things where it's like, wow, that's crazy.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's so fuck, of course. Um, But that's another thing that's on my mind constantly is uh, spinning off my career to not fully be in entertainment anymore. So anything that feels something that's exciting, it's like, well, if it's not that much extra time added to my life, like I'm down to try. I'm down to you read?
1: that will ferrell i think it's hollywood reporter profile no it was like a week ago he well, in that one thing that's like very related to it is is even through like saturday Night live that was like something he always did is like if if this stops what what will i do for a job it's like maybe i'll do pet grooming is like the thing he references. it's like <laughs> and it would be something he'd continue to play with like his wife of like what else could we do what, what can I pick? That's like
0: what most people, I mean, like George Clooney is the most successful actor of all time. And he fucking had launched a tequila company and got right. rich off that. Like that's the kind, and we see it a lot with our, our peers as they are in the business for a long time, they find their niche. That's like a business adjacent or like they adapt their, ho- they increase the level of their hobbiness into a sort of part-time job. And I've, I found that to be enriching because I didn't know you could do both up until, like... Honestly, until the pandemic, until entertainment was just, like, toast. It's like, wow, I should probably have something I enjoy doing that isn't live performance or, uh, you know, like, I yeah. think... Because if that... Sh- when that shit went away... I also, like, don't have any skills, you know? like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Right?
1: <Like, laughs> it's like I was a waiter 20 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels like I should have some skills, like, locked, like, ready to go to not and and again i'm not talking about like end of the world shit but like if the world is ending i am n- no value added <laughs>
1: like <laughs> yeah it's not like one of those movies where somebody's like oh i'm a nurse and everybody's like oh great good we got a God. nurse
0: here. <laughs> i am um, an improviser turned podcaster and they're yeah. like sick you could be in charge of communications actually i'm really bad with tech and i <laughs> have adhd okay what can you do i'm like <laughs> oh, i teach I'm a pain. lot of team okay. building workshops <laughs> yes.
1: using improv if that's something we could bang out,
0: cool we'll leave you out for the bad guys to find <laughs> yeah fair enough that makes okay, cool. more sense get it. <laughs> i wouldn't know what to do with me either sweetheart
1: um go back to like things i bought i was trying to be cheap and did you notice that like uh, home exercise equipment like weights and stuff became really expensive
0: my brother bought like he ended up paying like three dollars a pound for a bunch of plates and long Island. like shit got. Yeah, it, it got soaked it, like it became toilet paper, like trying to find bands was like trying to buy toilet paper. Like it was yes. like that, nobody had anything. Everybody Kettle
1: wanted a kettlebell.
0: Yep. Luckily, I had a kettlebell and some dumbbells previously due to X meathead him.
1: I found there was like some gym an hour away that had made all these kettlebells that was supposed to have the gym's logo on it. And there was like some misprinting or something. And so they're selling them on sale. And so I was like, okay, what can I? So I just got one uh, like 55 pound kettlebell. And so that's like my one like heavyweight.
0: Yeah, that's what I have. I have a 53 pounder and then I have two 40 pound dumbbells and two 5 pound dumbbells. <laughs>
1: like that's my Yeah, I have a huge disc. I have 135.
0: <laughs> just one.
1: And two 20s. And a like 25 pound weight vest. So that's oh,
0: what I like Oh, that's a good one. That's Yeah. I have. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah, hit me right in the feels. And by feels, of course, I mean a better way to feel better. A premium CBD company that'll keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And it can be a little complicated. So with feels, they deliver premium CBD directly to your doorstep. You pop a few drops under your tongue and you can feel the difference within minutes, naturally reducing stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Are you new to CBD, which a lot of us are feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Uh works naturally. There's no hangover, no addiction, no psychoactive effects. I have it with my coffee in the morning and then uh, before I brush my teeth in the evening. Join the feels community to get feels delivered to your door every month or you'll save money on every order and you could pause or cancel any time. Uh, I know it helps me sleep or it at least helps me reduce my anxiety or something because I feel better when I'm on my CBD regimen. Start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty and you'll get 50% your off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mighty to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash mighty highly recommended. Hello. Hello, fresh. Hello, Fresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week so you get the convenience without skimping on the quality, plus ski trips, uh, plus you can skip trips to the grocery store and avoid the long holiday lines. I'm talking about Hello Fresh, okay? Their meals are ready in about 30 minutes or less, and they have quick and easy meals, which are 20-minute recipes, low prep, easy cleanup options. Get food on the table so you can have more time with your holiday ones. And they got holiday recipes. Balsamic and fig beef tenderloin, pecan-crusted salmon, or do you say pecan? Pecan-crusted salmon? Ooh, either one works, but you know what I'm talking about. That delicious nut crust and a salmon they make holiday meals feel special without the high cost of dining out or delivery and don't forget comfort food like chicken sausage and sweet potato soup that was one of my favorites uh, enough enough about hello fresh about these specifics you know all this yeah they got desserts that you saving money saving time and for me you don't have to choose what you want to eat that night I mean you choose what you want to eat that week but then it's set it and forget it you just make your quick little meals Um. so you go to HelloFresh.com slash 14 and use code high 14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14 H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H.com slash H-I-G-H-1-4 and use code high 14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. America's number one meal kit, yeah! The thing that the pandemic did help me with personally was food. It got like my food and, and how much I actually need. It allowed me to futz with intermittent fasting a little bit. where I was just like, started doing that, yeah. Because I didn't have to get up and get somewhere all the time and like think I needed food to get my day started. And now with a little coffee, I can make it till lunch without eating. And it's like that. Uh, so that you do
1: coffee I, with milk in it, right?
0: I do coffee with a little keto creamer. Yeah. Oh, and some okay. Cool. Cinnamon. So yeah. I, I break my fast a little cause I do drink like uh 16 ounces of celery juice followed okay. by uh, in a, a cold brew with a little bit of keto creamer in it. So it's very low calorie, very, uh, you know, no, no real sugar, but I do sort of, I do that every morning. I like to have something first thing. And then yes. I guess I could drink just black coffee and that would help, but well,
1: what I have to do is I'll wake up and have uh, a big thing of green tea as, like, my wake-up caffeine. Hell, yeah. And then I'll drink coffee basically with lunch
0: because uh, I like to put
1: milk in my coffee.
0: Yes. Okay, so then you're like, now I can have coffee. My green tea yeah. got me to where I am here. So yeah. I drink
1: probably more caffeine than I used to. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, right. But the, I've... Now that's funny because I've tried to replace in the le- in the last couple of months of the quarantine, I've tried to replace my afternoon coffee, which was something that I used mm-hmm. to have when I was working all the time and had shows, and then I kind of gave it up during the quarantine and then brought it back in. and It's not like it's extra calories or anything, but it just felt weird to have a second giant coffee every yes. day. Yeah. So I kind I switched to having teas in the afternoon, iced teas, and and at minimum. Maybe I'm still having the same amount of caffeine like you are, but at least you're like futzing with the macros a little, like where you're getting stuff from green tea that's not in coffee, and you're getting stuff from coffee yeah. that's not in green tea. So like I've added tea as a big and and tea now in the in the cooler months post dinner in lieu of ice cream, like just something like a little yeah. bit of and tea and hot tea pairs well with weed. Uh um, oh, interesting. Yeah, so like a couple of sense. hits of weed and some hot tea, it kind of can feel a like dessert or B like cocktail. If I like, yeah, I can soothing, get myself yeah. in the headspace to be like, I'm a little buzzed now. I'm, I'm sipping something that tastes good. Or at least like there was some process to it. So it feels like a cocktail. And now that I'm having this, I'm not going to go grab cookies or something like that. So like that's yeah, been, it fills that fills you up. Yep. Yeah. It fills you up or at least it, if you buy good tea, it's the treat. You know what I mean? Like Tiffany and I are like, Ooh, let's make a pot of tea and put on succession. You know what I mean? And it's like that, that that's just some 40 year old positive, positive, healthy behavior. And you get that like
1: hand to mouth action.
0: Yes. And you get, and you get the mouth like of like the, Ooh, the tea's ready. And it's like, Ooh, chamomile. Like, but at the same time, I feel like, getting those different herbs and uh whatever nutrients might be in that that isn't in necessarily coffee or water i feel like that's always that's always good too to just get other fucking shit in there
1: yeah and it's i think it's probably also just like less acid in your stomach yeah coffee's <laughs> so acidic yes yeah.
0: fuck yeah um but yeah so uh because of the slowdown i was able to get uh into intermittent fasting and now like You know, it's coming up on 3 PM and I haven't eaten lunch yet today. And I'm going to have, I'm going to have a little something at like after this and then eat dinner again at some point in the next, you know, I don't have use an app or anything. No, no, no. I, I, I can't do anything like that. Like that's something I've learned in my life is that as a matter of fact, once I stopped logging, even my weightlifting, which Mm -hmm. was something I just like, everyone was like, you have to, once I stopped doing that. I kind of like enjoyed going to the gym more.
1: Yeah. Like, I never did it with weightlifting. It like I hate it. And like even when I'd look around, people would have like their like sheets out with like yeah. with ends. like, I don't want to do that. It no, takes no. the fun out of it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but it is important. Like when like when I was doing CrossFit, it was like important to be like, oh, the last time I did uh overhead press, I did this much weight. But like the way I do my own workouts, it's like Last week you did 135 on this. You you can do 140 if you want or do right. you know like like I know it better now, but back so like logging food, logging all that shit gives me more anxiety than anything else. Yeah. And the other thing we did in this quarantine was got on a meal delivery plan. Uh, oh, which I one use? This is some real uh white privilege shit. Uh but uh as a matter of fact uh it's Hello Fresh or whoever sponsors this episode. Thank Hello you. Fresh Hello HelloFresh is Fresh. the one we use. Yes. All right. So, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And we Perfect. love yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, us too. Sick. Sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we use this. Uh, we I do like Hello Fresh. If uh, for the I we do use that, but we also get uh comp- like meal ready to heat meals delivered. Oh yeah, those ones. Yeah. For like three or four nights a week, just because. Tiffany has been working in the kitchen as her workspace. So we can't cook anymore really or prep anything. So we get these, like I get like healthy paleo meals and she gets like healthy, lower calorie meals delivered every week. And that has been a huge boon for me because, uh, eliminate like you eliminating the decisions. Yeah. Like if I have blank in the fridge, if I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get some tortilla shells and some ground beef and I'm going to make some tacos. I'll eat until all of that is gone. (laughs) If someone else picks my portion and and something I've learned in the last six months is I do not need to eat as much as I thought I did to feel full or whatever, especially if you're not training or anything like that. You'd be like, oh, like. I, the portions I'm like, this is nothing. Then I eat it all. I'm like, woo, I'm full. It's like, oh right, that's what a person is supposed to eat, you fucking monster.
1: <laughs> Another fantasy I have would be to like go to like like when a boxer goes to like their camp to get ready for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> like I would be in amazing shape. Cause like I would have no problem following people's orders and like doing what I needed to do and just being handed food and eating the amount they told me to eat.
0: I think you'd like prison, Brandon. I think I would <laughs> Aspects of prison. (laughs) There are parts of. As much as I'm anti-carceral, the American carceral system is garbage. I am thinking I should go to prison for fitness purposes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: psychologically, it would be bad for me.
0: Physically, my first high school, uh, my first girlfriend in high school, uh, when I was like peak meathead, went to prison. Her dad, (laughs) like I was like was, you know, she was talking about weightlifting, and her dad was like, "Yeah, you know, I still don't. I don't go to the gym as much." But when I was in the jail. I was benching like crazy and eating good and getting huge, and he kept talking about in jail or when I was at jail, and uh-huh. I was like so sh- sketched out. And then like, was at he a the CEO? End of- yeah, he was a CEO. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a weird way to phrase. And then in hindsight, he was probably like, I'm gonna fuck with my daughter's right. boyfriend by <laughs> <Like, laughs> coming across as an ex prisoner. Uh, but I'm with you. I-, I fantasize about going to like a like, for example. While we're talking about fitness people we follow and fa- f- fitness fantasies, uh, XPT, the Laird Hamilton, like, yes, s- training he does, like, out of it, like, out in like Kauai, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. If I could, like, live for a month there and, like, just eat what he does and train, I could do that. Like, that appeals to me. I could pro- yeah. like, I would love to go to like, if it was like outdoorsy or beachy, I would love to go to some sort of like fitness camp where it's like you go for two weeks, you eat like crazy healthy. There's morning mm-hmm. yoga, afternoon cardio, night weights or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
1: they have it for yoga. Like there's yoga camps like that.
0: Yeah. That's not enough for me. I don't that's think that's what I was going to say. Like yeah. they
1: need that extra thing. It feels like a miss a hole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, like I, I've wanted to go to like a surf camp now that I've been taking surfing lessons. I'd be Mm -hmm. like, I'll be so fun to like go to Costa Rica and take a surf camp or something, but I might be able to like live, bring that mind, that headspace to a surf camp where it's like, like I surf in the morning and surf at night. I might as well stretch in the middle and not eat too gross. Like I I might be able to steer myself in a positive direction there.
1: Yeah. And these are all fantasies like with my two and a half year olds, like, Oh, I'm never going to
0: go. Even for a week away, yeah. With my, che- yeah with my check, yeah. With my checking account, is says yeah. the same. I don't have yeah. a two year old, but my checking account's like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. You can't stop. Do you fucking. know how much that would cost you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot! It's like, <laughs> what do you want? You want to work out at the beach? Drive to the beach and work right. out? You live in L.A. And I'm like, oh right, yeah, but that, yeah, could I, I, guess. <laughs> I guess? That's you know that that's my light fantasy right now is keeping my schedule open for the first half of every day and waking up early. Driving down to the beach, doing kettlebells and a run or a swim or some dumbbells out in the trunk of my car, then hanging you know, smoking a bone, hanging out at the beach and reading and eating lunch and then turning around, heading back. Like if I did that five days a week, I think my 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 mental health and physical health would be through the roof. Do you know that? And it's so I- attainable. It's so – and this is embarrassing. And I know it's not attainable for everyone, and that's why I feel even guiltier is that I probably uh-huh. could set my life up like that where it w- one, one to two days a week I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, But I could probably average three days a week of pulling that off.
1: And even if you did it twice a week, it would be amazing.
0: Right. And, that, yeah. that, that, and then now you're catching on to something else that's wrong that, that I'm, I'm working on with myself is if I can't go to the gym – 5 days a week yeah. and make sure I hit my regiment. I can I can convince myself that it's better to do nothing. Right. My brain is like this weird like and in the last 6 months year year and but really in the last 6 months I've come to like well if I was going to do nothing today, then I might as well go on a 4-mile walk. And that's meathead gabrus is like that's nothing and it's like well you were gonna do nothing (laughs) literally nothing yeah Yeah. exactly and it's like like oh if i can't like i'm always like annoyed i'm like i'm not gonna do kettlebell swings i want to go to the gym and do like a full workout and it's like okay so you did but you didn't do that so you chose you chose nothing so my i i kind of have this all or nothing brain that i'm working against all the time to try to bring myself to a point where it's like Minimum dose response. If I just get 15 minutes of exercise a day, as opposed to zero, that's just so much better off than I was.
1: One of the things I've started doing is I'll drive and I'll drop my uh, daughter off at daycare. And then like across the street, there's a public park that has like dip bars and pull-up bars. Oh, hell yeah. So I'll like drop her off and I'll cross the street and then I'll just sort of superset dips and pull-ups and leave. And it takes like 10 minutes.
0: Right, and then at least no matter what happens to the rest of the day, you got a little push and pull in.
1: Yeah, almost to the point I was like, "This is fine. This is enough." Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. If you if before that you were like, "I'm just doing curls with your one thirty pound dumbbell," like that's a huge upgrade. Like,
1: yeah, and it's even the thing is like, if before like a pull day, yeah, it would be like I'd start off with pull ups and then then I'd do rows, and it's like I'd be there, you know, an hour.
0: Right. And, and it's you're like, back, and you don't feel any stronger or better than yeah. you do after you do a few sets you of pull-ups at the park. It's also yeah. it's
1: like I'm not trying to like rip through my shirts,
0: right? And yeah. then also being outside, I think is a, is a huge like that. A lot of like, and again, I'm I'm just like on that longevity tip. A lot of the people I look up to that are like older athletes that are still doing cool shit are doing a lot of outdoor stuff. Right. Like it, it feels like being outside, sun, fresh air, nature is like low I mean we know that's all good for you but I feel like it's like better for you than 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 we're being told by like the fitness industry
1: That's interesting. It also seems like most of the things you would do outside are the kind of sustainable exercise you can do your whole life.
0: Dude, that's another part of it. It's like I yeah. can you, you you might not be able to do kettlebell swings your whole life, but you can definitely like hike slowly or walk yeah. the streets or pl- swim laps or or run or r- ride your bike like uh I know Peloton is a different story, but, like, it does feel good to ride outside. Like, that's different than sitting on a Peloton listening to Cody Riggs tell you to (laughs) pump it or whatever.
1: (laughs) Uh, So so the other thing, like, speaking of uh, Instagram things, uh, well, one, have you bought any, like, or been tempted to buy any Instagram fitness, like, either programs or equipment where you're like, should I get that thing to work out at home?
0: No, you know, not none of that has hit me supplements on the other hand. Oh, I'm yeah? like, Oh yeah. Branch chain amino acids. I got to inf- introduce that, that into my bit. diet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, electrolyte BCAA combo, uh, in a sugar-free blueberry blast drink. I okay. That. Got it. I need that every day. That's true. <laughs> I need that on. And it's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm not even working out and I have all these supplements. I got like, I got to get back. In. I got to get back into, it. I also like, I don't know. Like, what was, oh, sorry. Let's jump to you. What, what did you, what did, what like fitness shit did you get hooked on? Yeah. Off so of the two things, the first
1: one was, uh, there's this Instagram, there's this guy on Instagram. I think his handle is knees over toes guy. Have you seen it, this?
0: And it, is, I think it's just knees over toes. I know who you're talking Maybe about. He's sad. like, he's like the crazy sort of yoga adjacent guy where all of his like movement stuff is like based on, uh, pushing, uh, protecting your knees in
1: uh yeah it's always he always uses the phrase bulletproofing your knees
0: yeah and he and he does like those super long lunges and stuff like, like that that's like a big yeah.
1: part of it he's like yeah what he calls it um yeah ATG astagrass one-legged lunges where you your knee goes so far over your toes in this deep lunge that your heel hits your butt
0: yeah and that's some crazy ankle flexion and some crazy uh, knee uh, bend
1: yeah you sort of work up to it um, so it starts like you have your foot like on on a platform or something, so you're, it doesn't require as much uh, ankle flexibility. Um, and then like when you see him, he eventually he's got like a bar on his back, and he's like doing two twenty five doing that. Oh, so yeah, it's crazy. But then he also does these crazy things uh, in these videos where you're like, that is impressive. Like it's like him, he, he'll like jump off really high platforms and like land on concrete and just be like, look, I'm. This is good.
0: My knees are bulletproof. I can handle yeah. the I
1: handle the force. Uh, um, one,
0: one thing, yeah. just a quick aside while we're talking about this dude. Yeah. One thing I have learned in the last like eight years of, of understanding fitness is frequently people are have very good genetics, and right. I and I'm like, what training program is this dude on? Yes. It's like he might just have bulletproof knees. Like yeah. like a lot of these like people are like, I want to do LeBron's workout. It's like LeBron is an absolute... Like right. oh. I'm on the TB12 program. Well, you're not going to be nothing like Tom Brady. He's like a 55 year old professional athlete.
1: Like right. With the personal chefs and all these other things. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. And then it's like, you feel like, uh, like you find these people and you're like, oh yeah, I want to be just like this person. It's like, they could be easily just gifted to be good at that.
1: Yes. Especially if you've ever like wanted like a very specific physical thing where you're like, I want this person's like shoulders or something where it's (laughs) like, that's (laughs) genetics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, so have you been doing any of his, uh, I started
1: doing his, like, um, I knew I had this one other friend who had started it and like really liked it. And I was like, I guess I'll try it. And he had like a cheap, like intro, like do the first month free. And basically how it works is like, you do, he sends the program with like videos of how to do everything. You record yourself and send it in.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like one of his coaches basically gives you feedback. Oh, okay. Um, and the first month was like cheap enough. I was like, I'll do it. And and I liked it. And like the big thing was uh, like my knees never hurt. So I was like, I'm going to stop if my knees start to be like sore from this. They felt better for sure. Wow. And um, so that was like the, the the big thing. But then like, after the first month, it, I forget how much it was. It wasn't that expensive, but like I'm so cheap, I think it was probably like sixty bucks or something. I was like, "Do I want to do sixty a month for this?" Like I basically know the exercises already. Can well, I that's that's it?
0: part of the fun of like uh, private coaching or trying different disciplines. Is like, okay, yeah, I I learned a little bit from knees over toes, and like maybe I'll keep these two things as in my warm up and let the other two. Like I don't think I need to do this every day, or lock it into my brain and do it every day and just never pay for the guy again, you know, never get coaching on it or something.
1: Well, that was like one thing that I definitely learned as an adult that I didn't know as like a high school, college meathead was like, cause I think I used to, I I would pick and choose like, what are my favorite lifts Mm -hmm. and not realize that there needs to be some balance. Right. (laughs) So it'd be like a thing. It's like, I love overhead press and it's like, well, it's like, I better be working on like my upper back enough so that,
0: Right. I'm, like,
1: stationary.
0: And my lower back and my abs and my core. And, And yeah, you're talking
1: about, like, quad dominance. Like, I was bad at deadlifts, so I would, like, skip them a lot. It's like I'd rather squat.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. And then things get fucked up.
0: Yeah. Uh, Something I noticed about myself is, like, when I broke up my big lifts is, like, squat and press and dead and bench. Mm -hmm. If I miss, like, a few – if I miss a few days of workout, I'm like, well, I might as well do the squat and press day. (laughs) Like, I was always, like, oh, I'll start at a – day. like, oh – I didn't do B last week, but it's like, well, now it's the new week. I might as well do yeah, A again. I did the and fun one. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, that's another reason why I like the idea of like a coach or uh, a camp or something like that to just be like, do, cause I'll be like, and then I'm going to do like an eight minute, uh, cardio finisher or whatever. And then you finish and you're like, oh, I'll skip that. A yeah, <laughs> like, that. That, good example is like, I, I love to do the sauna. And at my gym, I was doing mm-hmm. the sauna pre pandemic. And, uh, you know, like, they say 20 minutes and I would get out at like 17 or 18 minutes always, uh-huh. always. And then like, I'm friends with guys like Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger who are right. like elite, like very fit dudes, but also like super willpower guys. Right. And it's like, uh, that. and they would be like, uh, you know, some of the, you know, Ben doesn't really do the sauna as much anymore. Stanger has one at his house, but they're still like, I was like, Oh, I walk out. And then in my head, I'm like, that's part of my problem. And that, not the fact that I'm missing three minutes in the sauna every day. It's like, that's indicative of like a larger problem of like, right. I want to do this, but it would be easier if I stopped now and left. <laughs> it's like,
1: and it's yeah. like, that's
0: hard, man. That's hard.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause it's like, I also like had to get over a little bit, like, um, almost the opposite or, or just, maybe it's not, but just like that idea of like. Throwing on a a little bit more weight than you've done before and be like, I'm going to go for it. Like, I've, like, fucked up things so many times by just being like, I've never done this before. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I'm feeling good
0: today. Uh, It's like, okay, I'm going to do this new workout. Uh, Wait, should I do 85? Ah, I'll do do 105. And then you're like, oh, man, that really, like, I didn't learn it right or I fucked myself up. Yeah. I don't have an ego, but I do have a little bit of, like. (laughs) why would I do this at 45 pounds when I could do this at 65 pounds? And then it's like, Oh, I fucked myself. Yeah. Four. Sometimes
1: learning. It's like, it's, it's better to not go to failure for some things, especially if your form gets messed up. And yeah, that kind of yeah. thing.
0: You got to go when it's on guardrails. Like when you're in like the, you know, right. You're like curling or something where you're not under a bar or some shit like that. You don't want to go to failure on like back squats or whatever.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's like, if I'm going to failure on like something that's like for reps and it feels fine that day, but the next day I like can't walk. And I'm like, why did I do that?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then it's like, there's a little bit of, uh, that longevity shit too. It's like, Oh, the next day, my My daughter wants to go for a and I'm like, oh, my legs are sore or like the yeah. next day my friends are like, "Hey, we're all playing soccer and at, at, at your favorite spot and it's like, oh, my legs are so sore because yesterday I decided to like go Do ham on Bulgarian yeah. <laughs> split squats or whatever so you know, and it's th- there is that element too in life where it's like I want. You can't let your workout beat your ass either. Like any, once you get to be a certain age, like you can't let it yeah, fuck it you up. to
1: break you down a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that the first thing I did was knees over toes, and then the next thing I did, which is another like super like trendy Instagram thing, possibly based on pseudoscience, is this thing called Gota.
0: Gota? Have you heard of this? No, G O T A.
1: It's like goat G O A T A. Oh, okay. So, so it's like an Instagram thing where, um, they have a following and there's a lot of like trainers that I do follow hate Gota, which I didn't realize when I was doing it, but they're <laughs> like, this is the worst thing possible. It's not based on any science, but I had this improv student whose girlfriend did this training and like her Instagram videos was, were all people she coached and like, it would be side by sides, like them running before they worked with her and then them running after and at least in those videos, like oh, they they seem like a, it's like a much more fluid, like natural looking run. And it's like I want to I want to do that. And she, I actually think was a good trainer, but the system, like the worst thing was like they make I guess the trainers do this, but they um, made her like do this like PowerPoint presentation thing with me on her laptop where they're going through like, and it's like. It'll be, like, a picture of Michael Jordan and then, like, a picture of, like, a tiger leaping.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, a tiger never has to stretch his hamstrings. (laughs) It's like, okay. It's this thing of, like, (laughs) our mechanics are all the same. And uh,
1: it's like, okay, or maybe you just pick the most athletic person ever and a tiger.
0: (laughs) I'm now... I may have Googled this when you told me about it previously. Yeah. They're like, they work on your gait, right? Like it's like, it's a lot
1: of gate stuff. Like a big thing that, that they're about is, is like everything should be towards locomotion. So like a big thing, like this thing does make sense to me of if you're squatting and, and deadlifting all the time, um, you're training to get better at squatting and deadlifting. So right. it's like not how you actually help humans move. Right. And I do think like, Um, from when I played sports in high school through like weightlifting as an adult, like I got worse at running because most of the exercises I did were like weightlifting exercises and I didn't run a lot. Right. Um, so like one of the things that they're big about is, um, I forget their terminology or whatever, but basically it's like to be a more fluid runner, there's like a little bit of like rotation to running and like your hips should be loose and like you should be using like your hips and your butt should be part of running so it shouldn't be like stiff up and down Uh. that makes sense there's a bunch of it It's like enough of it made sense that i was like i'll try this
0: again i'm into all this shit as long as you don't fucking go like i officially live the go to life you know what i mean like as long as you're like oh i'm rolling in some stuff i learned because i I was a crossfit head for a while a powerlifting head and and i'm like i I knew it wasn't for me long term but i did learn a lot about like metabolic conditioning Uh or progressive overload and stuff so like i feel like there's ways to like I, and and then maybe who knows maybe it's fully worth it and you're like fuck I can actually run better with when I wiggle my hips a little and now well, you're the, it
1: the trainer that I was working with was basically like excommunicated for like incorporating other things into her teaching and it like got back to like headquarters
0: <laughs> that's fuck oh that's the person you want to work with then right it's yeah like, exactly and yeah. she, she
1: was great and she was like a lot less like rigid about all that stuff and like the go to thing it's like greatest of all time something something and like they use this term for like any movement that isn't that which they call it like woda worst of all time and it's just like okay
0: <laughs> greatest of all times actions or greatest of all time athletes yes uh that's so that's that's pretty interesting uh and d- did you feel so what do you do you like film yourself running and like send well, it to Well for this them? one I would
1: like meet her at a park
0: Oh, cool. Oh, and local.
1: Yeah. So she, yeah, she, like I would go to like, a, uh, LA Valley community college and, uh, we were both vaccinated. It was like a later pandemic thing. Um, and, and she, we would do these workouts and, and it was cool. And it would be like, the thing that I liked about it would be like all body weight stuff, but like where my legs would be shaking at the end where it's like, I definitely worked something. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I liked it. And then, and as I, started applying it to, to running. The first step back was like, I had like this Achilles pain for a little bit. Cause I was trying to adjust from like being like sort of a heel strike runner to- To, to forefront my forefront yeah, yeah, forefront. And I think in retrospect, the thing that I, I did was I was like thinking about it too much when I was running. And, it, and she sort of told me not to do this and I was doing it anyway, but she was like, just run how you naturally run and let the training like sort of unconsciously inform how you're running. Because I was running thinking beyond the balls of my feet. And I think I made my, uh, feet too stiff and sort of my kill ach- Cause I was trying to keep my heels from hitting the ground.
0: Ah, uh, you were kind of like flexion. So yeah, yeah I was guess- like,
1: I don't want my heels to hit. And and what it really is, is like the ball should hit first, but it's okay. If your heel kind of comes down after that, it's yeah. like, that's natural.
0: You're I, I co- like, I did a lot of, uh, pose running workshops and shit, like way back in the day, which oh, cool. is sort of like the, uh, to lean forward, Uh you kind of want to be falling as you run and, like, yeah. like bounding off your toes. But, yeah, you can, your heel can roll through it. You just don't want to be, like, like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing yeah. a physical hand demonstration of how <laughs> yeah, feet I'm work exactly. for just Exactly like that. <laughs> to uh, go like this, all right, I'm a go-to now, baby.
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing, going back to what you are saying about quad dominant, like, a big thing of theirs is, like, um like being hip dominant and like posterior chain dominant. Yeah. When it was like, Oh, that sounds cool. So like a lot of it did resonate with me. The rigidity and the like marketing like really annoyed me. But the like yeah I mean that's thing, en- I like, okay, that's enough helps. to
0: turn me off from something these days like cr- that's what happened with CrossFit I was like this is working so well but I hate everyone that comes here so yeah. I'm out <laughs> I'm out like I joined like CrossFit here in West Hollywood and I moved here and everyone is just shirtless and in sports or in sports bras and short shorts depending right. on their uh uh their gender and Maybe it was not. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah and I was like I don't know if this is for me man this they're like it was like a social gathering of like a of very athletic people that I felt like this sucks. I want a dingy gym where someone's fucking hitting smelling salts and fucking carrying. K care- I want a strongman gym. That's what I fucking need.
1: Um, one of the best gyms I ever went to when I lived in Astoria was The Rock. Have we talked about The Rock. I, used I to talk believe about we had yeah with Rogers because I you went there for a little bit. <laughs> but this like like Queens like meathead gym. Hell yeah, was perfect.
0: That, the best gym I ever went to was CrossFit South Brooklyn. Uh, They were a, a CrossFit gym, but they had extreme park slope vibes. So it was okay, a lot right. of like, you know, it was like like cool, cool haircuts, cool <laughs> haircuts, a lot of tattoos, dog friendly, uh, uh-huh. people of age, like Brooklyn people. It wasn't all like young athletes, a very, di- very diverse, very. uh, But like everyone was kind of woke in a fun way where it'd be like oh, having cool. different like uh, speakers and stuff that, and like, they, they were, no, they weren't dogmatic about CrossFit. They would have like a powerlifting class, a yoga class, a spin class. Like they were like, no, do as much different stuff as possible. And like, cause that was something originally in CrossFit that they talked about big time was like learning new sports. And then that kind yeah. of fell by the wayside as it became like competitive and financially viable. Right. Uh, so that kind of fell by the wayside, but CrossFit South Brooklyn stuck with that where it's like, Uh, Today, we're going to do squats, but then in the back half of the day, we're going to throw medicine balls to each other. You know, something that's not a real quantifiable workout, but it'll be something you haven't done before. And that, I miss that. Like, like, if, again, fitness fantasy, if I had, like, If I was, like, designing my own program, I'd have, like, one day where I go to, like, one of those, like, the Heart and the Hustle, like, solo gyms where it's, like, you're on bands, you're throwing balls, you're doing, like, a bunch of different plyos and, like, weird random lifts for just, like, one 90-minute session a a week. Just to, like – I feel like, I like variant. I think that's – varying stuff. I think that's important for, like, longevity and for fluidity and everything. So, like, the more shit I can get in there – like you're making me want to run again. And that's something I've been talking about myself. And now it's also, it's cool and L- cooler in LA for a little yeah, while. Exactly. Might yeah. be the time to fucking get into it.
1: Well, what I really want to do too, is I, as I'm thinking about it, it's like, I don't think I'm someone who would enjoy like marathoning. No. So what I, would I do like, and it's partly just like, um, it's, this is probably not a practical, it's like looking at LeBron. But it's like if you look at olympic athletes, I don't see marathoners and like I want to look like that guy. No,
0: you want to look like the 100 meter sprinters.
1: Yeah, or if or they're like fucking, the 400 meter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah their like shoulders lean, are in but quads. Like big legs, yeah. yeah. Strong arms. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I I would like to get and like sort of building towards like some sort of sprinting regimen.
0: I mean, that's the shit. If like sp- the longer you can sprint in life, the, like that that's fucking real. Real workout and, and, and
1: that so now I'm like looking up like the next thing I might buy is like a sled or something. I really want that as like a, something like they have ones you can get on Amazon that aren't crazy that you can like bring to a park and and, and run pulling like a hundred pounds on
0: the ground uh you want like the pra- like a mini prowler or the kind where you like it would be pull- like
1: it'd be like hooked up to your waist. So it's mm-hmm. like a uh like. And you do like
0: this, do, do like the slow march while you pull the sled behind
1: yeah. you. Yeah. Like whatever you prowler
0: yeah. was the jam, dude. The, the power swear by that stuff because it's like there's no uh eccentric movement or whatever. Like you don't like right. there's no like bend back, it's just pushing. So your like soreness is is not as bad you know like the squat you have to like fully drop down and that's where you do like a lot of like muscle tearing right. and then you put this is just sort of plotting so you don't have that like bend motion and that's why they're able to do that a lot without destroying their legs that's cool uh, so they can build cardio and uh in a way without fucking destroying their uh, uh fucking up their lifts. right and you're moving
1: more like you move in real life
0: right you're walking yeah you're like yeah. yeah you're walking or like in the case of the prowler you're sort of pushing but you're like would keep yourself as structurally and in- integral as possible in that situation this goes back. oh to i it. like that i like i like the idea of the sled i yeah, let fuck me know if you ever want to borrow weekend. it if i get it um, wait well while we're on the subject yeah. of sprinting do you want to do i kind of the my next physical feat thing i want to do is a triathlon but i that's a little further off yeah but i do want to do like an adventure race like one of those like five K's or five miles where it's like 12 obstacles along the way. Oh, like yeah, like, like a, it
1: looks like basic training or something. Yeah. I think yeah. I want to
0: try something like that. Cause I think training for that would be a good modality for me. It'd be like a lot of body weight stuff. And then like yeah, you're being able up to up run a, a few miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I feel like that might be in both of our wheel. I feel, I mean, you would absolutely crush me at it, but I do feel like it would be in our wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. I think that'd be really fun.
0: Uh a dude I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. and I've now bought all of his books and I kind of like this guy Ross Edgley. I, oh, I yeah. think I've sent follow you to him. him. Yeah, he's the dude who swam around uh England. Uh, and who's the
1: powerlifter? Like his his buddy Eddie, Eddie Hall, who yeah. I also follow because uh, yeah. Eddie
0: Hall is like getting into like boxing and losing weight and stuff. So it's like mm-hmm. really him and Thor were supposed yeah, to box I each all other. Those guys. Yeah. yeah, me too, me too. And they had beef, right? They like shit talked each other I too hard. Yeah. They had to apologize and shit. I fucking love. It's a crazy world we live in. It's like it's like I know all. Don't this bring up my these... family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fact that I know all this about these strangers is so embarrassing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch like twenty minute videos of them training. <laughs>
0: Me too. Ross Edgley has the body I want too. Like he looks like <laughs> his body's he can, crazy. He can run, he can run for like 10 miles, but also he looks like you wouldn't want to get tackled by him. Yeah. His know?
1: biceps look like basketballs tucked into an arm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck the dream, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and we all, it's funny. We're talking all this stuff about fantasy, fitness, and what we want to do and shit, but we are all, also started part of this conversation was like in my late thirties, I'm in my early forties. Like hormones are against us. Life is against us. Uh, I do believe like, I don't, a lot of my friends who are my age, who don't live in Los Angeles, uh, or New York city look very different than I do at 39. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's like, uh, the access to food or the way I live my life is better. Uh, or something like that, or not having kids lets you sleep. Uh, having hair might just be the thing that makes me look like I'm healthier than Uh all my balding friends, but something about like, like I'm, I literally wrote down like knees over toes, goat. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to find my next fucking fit. I, I'm turning 40. I want to get into something else. One of the things I was thinking about is my, uh, Jordan Morris, uh, comedian and a podcaster he was on a previous episode we were talking about speedos he uh he got into speedos because he was uh joined like a men's swim team like a master's swim team and i was like ooh! and i used to be a swimmer i'm like if yeah. i did that two days a week i that would be more f- fitness than i've gotten in a lot long- and just drive into a pool and like dive in like that's that's i mean it sucks in the winter but that's that's something cool you could do outside that's on LA. my list
1: like at some point in my life and i would need to take classes for some of the strokes hell yeah but it's like yeah like cuz that's another it's like when i look at body types you see swimmers is like yeah that i'm sign me up for that one
0: also swimmer s- swimming is one of those workouts that you see like 71 year old men doing right, exactly. and get then then pulling themselves out on the ladder and not needing help to walk around and stuff you're like that the low impact the the cardio of it all the full bodiness of it all it it, it works for a reason it, it is yeah. hard to do just Because equipment-based, like, you need to be near an ocean, a lake, or a pool or something. Yeah, it's It's like any time I'm on vacation, I'll do, like,
1: a week-long workout thing. (laughs) And then lose it all, yeah. Right.
0: Swim laps every morning in Cancun, drunk as fuck.
1: (laughs) I would do it to the point where it's like, I got to squeeze in as much of this into this vacation, where I'd be, like, a little sore that night when we're hanging out. Because it's, like, muscles I'm not used to working.
0: (laughs) My brother... Got his chest so sore in the Bahamas. We were like so wasted. We were like, we got to go work out. We just benched way too much. And my brother got sunburn on his back Oof. and extreme bench press soreness. Yeah, He was like immobile for the five days we were in Bahamas for the first time. I felt so bad for him.
1: <laughs> that, that feeling like when you, and it's been years since I've had this, but that brings back like when you have like muscle cramps in your chest mm-hmm. from like lifting and suddenly like see your shoulders pulling in. Yeah. And you're like trying to f- massage your, your pecs,
0: the pain you get in that like armpit spot. Yeah. when you've just been like, Oh, maybe I didn't need to do uh, uh, barbell, uh, Flat incline and decline, and then dumbbell flat incline. And decline. And maybe flies. I didn't need to do yeah. 18 sets, and then, yeah, and then rack it on the fucking pec deck. Like maybe that's not supposed to be what you do for your body. I
1: still have from like my most college, like Jack days, like purple stretch marks right where my yeah. armpit meets my <laughs> right. pec.
0: That was a thing we were all trying to get. Like, dude, I got it. It's coming over to my bicep now. It's fucking swelling up. Like, yeah. Uh, now I it love. just looks like
1: I had surgery. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, yeah. And I also have changed my body weight so many times. <laughs> in, like, the last 20 years of my life that, like, I have stretch marks everywhere. It doesn't mean it's not, and they're not all cool bodybuilding stretch yeah, marks.
1: Yeah, none of the mine look cool.
0: <laughs> no, no. None of them look cool. We, we were wrong when we were 19 yeah. about them yeah. looking cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, look, my body's stretching, growing so fast, my skin can't handle it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has really been, like... When you texted me about doing this, I was like, it was yesterday or Sunday, and I was like, uh, can you do Tuesday? Because yeah. I just... I was like, I need this conversation right now. Cause I've been, I, I went, I went home in August. Uh, I went back East in August for like a month and did some, quite a bit of partying quite a bit and then haven't really gotten back into the gym or exercise in September and October. And I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. about that. Like I'm afraid to say that out loud on the podcast. <laughs> like that's crazy. Uh, but now I'm like, fuck! I, I got a couple of vacations in November. And I turned 40 in January. I'm like, it's I gotta like, I gotta build the habits now. Like I and I, I have a few good habits. I just gotta add like three more into my repertoire, and then like I feel like that's so sustainable. Which is another facet of fitness that I'm trying to narrow down for myself. Like, what could I foreseeably do forever? Like, right. I, like I need to start. Doing stuff that it's like, well, now I always walk three miles. You know what I mean? Like, I got to find some shit like that somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And also in LA, gyms are going to be vaccine mandated soon.
0: I'm going to feel much better about that.
1: So Uh, I might sign up in like a month. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, actually, by the time this comes out, they are. I'm curious, like, what the? I'm curious what that's going to be like. And if that's if if it's vax only, and you can go mask off, that might be a fucking bit of a because that's
1: the other thing. It's like, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask. It's like I'll wear a mask everywhere else, like public.
0: Yeah, well, I don't want to wear a mask in the gym. If the if instead I could just go do uh, pushups and presses Workout at outside. my house yeah. without a mask, like that's like that's what drives me crazy. Like I I'm I believe that masks are important. They're going to mm-hmm. save us. That's what blah, blah blah all that. But I don't. I will also say I don't like them. Like I'm not gonna go to a school board meeting and fucking throw a brick at a superintendent. Yeah, exactly. But I do not want to wear one. But I will. So if I cannot, that's why the pool, the outdoor exercise, running sounds good to me right now. But if if the gyms go vax, no mask that that would be tight. I would be into that.
1: Yeah, I got to check on the no mask part. They're definitely the vaccine is going to be mandated soon.
0: Yeah that's I think November 4th is the date yeah. it's like mandated in LA county I something I've also learned uh since the pandemic started uh, is I don't understand the in, <laughs> the the structure of Los Angeles where I'm like, right. well, LA County says blank and the city of LA says blank and Los Angeles. Says, and I'm like, what, which one am I? Like, I right. don't know. It's like different rules at different restaurants. It's like, I don't know anything. Oh, you're in Pasadena now, bitch mask <laughs> off. Like I was in Manhattan beach and had a mask on grabbing a, uh, going uh-huh. in to get lunch with a friend and people were looking at me like I was crazy and I, I felt mean, weird. Yeah. That's
1: weird. It's weird that they're looking at you like they're crazy. Yeah, it's like, like that's the other thing. It's like
0: yeah. it's okay if you're if you're anti mask. Like not. It's crazy to be anti mask. I guess if your community just we don't wear masks here, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if someone walks in with a mask and that anchors you, then you're in like the wrong headspace. But if you're like, you don't gotta wear a mask here, bro. It's Manhattan Beach. Chill out. I don't agree with you, but that's a good, that's at least a positive vibe. But if you're like, take that fucking mask off, you're like, wait, why? I have the opposite where I'll
1: be like walking my dog, not wearing a mask outside, see someone in a mask and have like momentary guilt where I'm like, should I be wearing a mask? Am I making you uncomfortable?
0: Yeah. I feel this. I feel the same way too. And it's, again, it's all that just like clocking what your level of safety or priority is. Yeah. Uh, All right. What's, what's the, what's the next, uh, what's your next like fitness thing you're going to do after after this do you the have the main something?
1: focus is is the sprinting thing so trying to get into that i really want to find a track
0: oh sorry just to inter- interject here before you yeah. go on uh sprinting is also a way to get your running form down good because yeah, you, you
1: naturally go you'll to naturally
0: to- yeah. optimize you'll naturally yeah. go to toes and also you you won't get absolute like you can get a running form going pretty good for a quarter mile, half mile, but when you get to mile two, it's survival, right. right? Like, and so sprinting, you eliminate the whole like, all right, I just got to get back to my house now, like, yeah, and where you maybe form falls off or you get too tired, like, like doing sets of three, like in benching, like you're less likely to lose your form than in sets of ten. So, like doing the sprint, I think is a good way for you to really clock that form too.
1: Uh, yeah, that's my hope. And even if it's like, if I'm like very roughly checking my times just to see, like, give myself a little benchmark to try to hit, and, and those kind of things will be a fun motivator too.
0: Uh, that's awesome. I'll um, I'll come do a sprint workout with you, and then we can. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, we I'm can. I'm trying
1: to find the right track, like a track that's not annoying to to let like regular people go use.
0: Yeah, t- a track that's easy to get to and isn't necessarily.
1: I'm not trespassing or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not, and it's not like brutally designed for some reason. It's not yeah. like a, a, a school that hasn't been updated since the early 20th century or some shit. For me, I think I'm going to try to get. I used to go to the WeHo pool, but it closed down over the pandemic because they're doing like crazy revamping yeah. of that whole area. And I think the pool will eventually be back on the roof of like the library or something. Yeah, I'd crazy. Because I've
1: gone to that dog park. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's like. I used to love to go to that pool. It was outdoors, swim laps. It's in WeHo. So me being in a Speedo is a, everyone's a fan. <laughs> yes, like, <yeah. laughs> like it feels good. You get a little ego boost while you walk through the shower, you know, uh-huh. all, all, that's all. And I miss that. So I think my thing is I'm going to get back uh, in the pool. And I think going with Jordan to the men's team in Burbank and doing a couple of workouts because that might give me, that might scratch that like team sports itch a little bit too. That's it's great. Like, yeah. And like, Cause if I let if I let myself to the workout, I just do laps and take breaks whenever. But if like a coach is training me, I might actually do hundreds or fifties or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and if
1: you're running like a relay, where you're like, I can't let my team down.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like you're like, or even just like a person next to you, like or in swim practice, the guy behind you hitting your foot with his yeah. hand. You're like, fuck, I, he's catching up. I gotta, yeah. t- I gotta try harder. I'm looking forward. I'm, I gotta, I gotta get back in. I'm going on a fucking like huge cruise at the in the early december like an island cruise oh that's Uh, awesome i'm so stoked about it but i'm like i should get in better swimming shape before i'm about to spend eight days in the ocean yeah like snorkeling and scuba like that'll make me enjoy it that much more when i go and i won't feel because a lot of times i'm like oh it sucks that i'm tired doing this because i you know four years ago i wasn't like you know like i get mad at myself i'm like dude when you Fuck, you're out of breath, right? Like I hiked with a friend uh, last week after a couple of months of not really doing much, and I was like, that was way harder than it's ever been, and I'm yeah. humili- and I'm humiliated, and I'm like, fuck, now I need to do this more.
1: Well, that for some reason that reminds me of like another thing that I thought about. Have you ever gone to like re- regular like um, um, physical therapy? Do you ever heard something have to go to like a?
0: Yeah, it, not since college. Uh, I but I haven't really had to do a lot of physical therapy.
1: Well, the only thing I was going to say is, like, um, I remember when I was playing, like, pickup basketball a lot in New York, and my knees were starting to be sore. And I, like, went in to, like, check with a doctor, and the doctor's advice was stop playing basketball. And then, like, I was like, well, can, can you, like, uh, um, sign me a thing so I can do physical therapy? And he's like, sure. He sort of reluctantly was like, okay, whatever. And then you go to physical therapy, and I'm, I don't think this is like this for all of them, but most of the times I've gone as, like, an adult everyone else around you is like 80 years old and they like hurt something, they fell. Right. So they're not really training anybody to be athletic.
0: No. They're just
1: training you to get through life. And so like all these things like doctors and physical therapists have told me, I have like learned was like, oh, that was bad advice if you're trying to be athletic. Yes. From like, don't squat below 90 degrees, like all these like knee rehab things, which were bad.
0: Right, which are wrong. Because if you, you if you have bad knees, be careful of squatting. But if you're going to squat, you got to go full form. You got to go below parallel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was like, like, that was like a revelation of like, oh, my knees feel so much better now.
0: That's, yeah. That's in, I, again, that's some longevity shit, too. Of like, I don't, that, I want like an adult, uh, athletic, uh, sports medicine place that I can like, that my insurance covers, so I can afford yeah. it. And like go like once a week, where they're like, I'm like still having that shoulder thing, and they're like, okay, let's do a lot of rotational shit, and like yeah, yeah, and then like steal a lot of those warm ups and uh, moves that you get from there to bring into your own.
1: Well, the, the the like shoulder thing that does make me think of another thing like this. A woman I was working with who sort of left Goda, but she does a lot of posture work. And so you do a lot of times doing these exercises that kind of feel weird, but it's like, feel like Alexander, t-
0: stuff. Alexander technique. She- yeah, sort <laughs> of. It's like
1: I'm like on my side, I'm squeezing a ball between my legs. I'm trying to push my right like hip out. It's like it's weird things to describe. But you like she can explain where it's like, well, the reason really why you have shoulder pain is not that you're not uh, like pulling enough or like all these things. I was like, maybe I need to do like more like uh, what do you call them? Uh, uh like face, face poles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And she's like, it's all sort of postural. So if you change your pelvis, that changes your spine and your shoulders naturally go down and back. And all these things are like, Oh yeah, it does do that. And you instantly feel it where you're like, right. Oh, you're right.
0: And, Oh man, Brandon, this is, I, these are my favorite types of conversations of like, yeah, I did this like esoteric fitness thing and learned a small thing that I'm passing on. Like, this is like, all I want to do in life is just yeah we make it, we should make a TV show where it's like, we just try different fitness shit and articulate <laughs> it to people of like why it was cool. And then like what I would, what I, my takeaway from swim lessons is blank. I'm going to make sure I do blank or whatever.
1: Well, funny thing with, with, uh, comedy maybe in general, but definitely used to be specifically is like when we were at UCB in like 2005, there couldn't been a less cool thing to talk about than fitness.
0: Yes, true. And now
1: everybody talks about it. Now it's like right. much more accepted. now it's the biggest accepted. thing. Yeah. yeah, and
0: maybe it's because all of our friends that we started with are now in their late 30s. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh shit, I guess I can't just party all night and then wake up in the morning and work
1: but yeah or, if i talked about squatting with you in 2007 people would be like oh my god yeah people
0: like these guys i'd be like bro ass to grass <laughs> ATG, five, <laughs> five by fives atg if you want to do if you want to do wendler we could do a 531 i can work something <laughs> out i can figure out something for you though. i'll do some sort of
1: pyramid structure
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna like this we're gonna reverse uh periodize uh brandon you have some fucking short films that I think as of this episode airing are out and on YouTube that you've uh, that you wrote and directed or uh,
1: co wrote co wrote didn't direct so co wrote both of them with uh, Zach Woods and Zach Woods directed them both
0: oh Um, awesome and
1: yeah they should be out as of uh, December first one is this movie called David with Will Ferrell might have heard of him shit and uh, the other one's this, this short called Bud with Michael Pena.
0: Oh, also awesome! I might have heard of them. Yeah, yeah, two great actors, uh, uh, and not including you and Zach, who are also uh, fantastic people. Uh, so that's exciting. So uh, would that be? You know what? Uh, when this airs, we'll tweet it, and then I'll, we'll tweet the put link it the below. Notes, yeah, yeah, yeah we will put it in the show notes so that people will be able to find it that way. That's uh, that's awesome. By the way, like having to show product is like it's something the best that doesn't to- happen in this industry all too frequently. Like, From like, I did something, and you can see it now
1: from years of trying to have people read scripts, it's so much easier to be like, here's a 10 minute link you can click on.
0: Yes, exactly. It Just put this difference. on while you fucking breastfeed and <laughs> right, then sign me doing. as your client or whatever. Yeah. you are. <laughs> um, Brandon, well, thank you so much for coming on fucking high and mighty. So uh, fun. This was so, I feel like you were on an early, early episode with, uh, Neil Casey or yeah, me and talking Neil about the road. To, uh, Turco. Yeah. yeah t- telling old road stories. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, As soon as we're done recording, I I have another, uh, uh, interesting Torco story that I think I maybe even texted you about it, but, uh, great. Uh, Thank you again for coming on high and mighty. As always, you can listen to action boys at action boys.biz. It's a movie podcast where we talk about movies uh, and it's not for everybody. And probably not you, Uh, the Gino Lombardo (laughs) show is, should be wrapping up shortly on stitcher premium promo code Gino gets you one free month. I would say wait till all 10 episodes are out, download, pay pay for one month and listen to all, all 30 Gino Lombardo episodes that'll be out at the end of uh, by the end of the year. Also, every Monday night at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific on Spotify Green Room, download the app. It is a live talk radio show hosted by yours truly called The Movie Buff, where I talk about the big movie release from the weekend before, uh, and you get to talk as well, which sucks for me, but rules for you guys. Bye, shitheads! I, 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 I
1: That was a HeadGum
0: podcast.
1: In a part of the world. Where there are no rules.
0: Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. Pa- I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in '92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. You're calm. come Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. See, I It's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular. <laughs> now. Game you wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomotors. What? what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. <laughs> I am dark. I'm your dad. Action. Boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.